Friday night. Pride48.com. Newly restored, by the way, in case you went to Pride48 earlier this week and ended up at some uh, malware site. Sorry. It's time for Mix Minus. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns from Arkansas. Hello, Adam. We only have about 20 minutes for this show because Seder does not want us going longer than he can handle. Okay. I don't so, know what any of those things mean, but I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Oh, I heard on your show, That's So Elvis, this week, that I never say, how are you doing? So, I would just like to say, Daniel, how are you this evening? I'm I doing, really want to know. I, I've already said, I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Do we need to, should we dive deeper into that? Just what would you, know, you like to how is there how excellent ex, am I doing? Existential dread going on. No, I you... worked today. We did a Thanksgiving yeah. thing at lunch time in my department today, like a virtual Thanksgiving thing, and then I left work and got my hair cut. Um and then I I came back home. I I picked up some gyros from Arby's. And uh, we ate those while we watched The Amazing Race. And then I'm now I'm here with my good buddy, Adam Burns, doing Mix Minus. So really, life couldn't be going better for Life is, today. could not be going any better. I mean, Biden, it could, it could, but I don't, I don't dwell on that. I, it, it's a great day, Adam. Biden won. Biden won. And, yeah. Yeah, I've, well, got, good, a, I've got a question. I've got a question about Biden. Biden. <laughs> we also, we can't say words tonight. We, I also have a question relating to the fact about Biden winning that we will get to later in the show. How's that? Okay, okay, how's that? okay how's sure, that? sure. That? Uh, Adam, when I was coming home from getting my haircut, I was at the Arby's because one of the things that we have in our arsenal of keto is we have some pitas. So we have like one or two carb pitas, you know, pita bread. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we have some very low carb pita breads, which is how we do hamburgers. We'll take a pita and then cut it. And it's just two very thin bun pieces. That, that's how we do hamburgers instead of lettuce wraps because they're just more stable. Uh, Zach makes little pizzas at, at lunchtime using the pitas uh, kind of things. Anyway, it's a very versatile thing, but uh, Arby sells really good gyros. I mean, really good for a fast food place. Really good gyros. Yes. And the only thing we really can't have in a gyro is the bread. So we just, we get the gyros and then we come home and put them in our own pita. I used to think they were called gyros. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, G-Y. Right. So literally you're throwing away half of what Arby's is giving you. I'm throwing away the bread. Saying? Yes. I'm throwing away the bread piece of it. I'm keeping the meat, lettuce, tzatziki sauce, and onion. Okay. So, uh... As I'm in this drive-thru, Adam, as much as you hate going through the drive-thru and having them suggest something to you, the oh, thing God. that I hate about drive-thrus is when the asshole in front of you doesn't pull up far enough so that you can actually get level with the speaker. <laughs> like the speaker is at your headlights and they start acting like you're there. Like, uh, welcome to Arby's. Can I take your order, please? Hello? <laughs> Hello. And you're, wait, you don't want to shout like a maniac out the window. You're just like, you know, this asshole left me stranded back here okay. and I can't talk to you. <laughs> this is not going to surprise you one bit, but this is one of the 
things that stresses me out in a drive-thru. I've never really thought about it, but I have gotten in situations before where I saw that that was happening, but I didn't want to pull up because I knew that I was going to be too far away from the mic to talk to them, but the weight of my front tires yes, was going to yes. activate it. And yes. they were gonna, so I've stayed back <laughs> and, and not pulled. But then I have someone behind me and I'm stressed because I'm, I'm thinking, they're going to honk at me. <laughs> they're going to think that I didn't see the person move forward. Right. And they're right. going to, but I need, I don't want right. the, I don't want to activate the speaker. And then I get in this stressful right. situation. So I was it's, noticing in line with the drive through tonight, I saw the problem. I'm sure I've noticed it before, but just tonight it, it struck me as, Hey, I should talk to Adam about this. It, when people in the drive through, when you pull up, I get as close to the ass of the car in front of me as I possibly can. Because we're we're not moving, so I'm I'm just pulling in as close as I can. There are cars in the drive-through that keep a two-second rule between the car in front of them. Like they won't pull. There's two car links between them and the car in front of them. And if they would just pull forward, then everyone else could could move forward as well. It's like that's the problem, Adam. What we need is some kind of costume, like. Some kind of innocuous kind of, have you ever heard the old theory that like you can get anywhere in an office building as long as you have a clipboard? Yes, I think so. There's been social engineering tests done that if you just have business attire on and are carrying a clipboard, you can walk through an office building and not get asked any questions. Whereas if you don't have the clipboard and you walk through, uh, you will, you know, sometimes get stopped by people like going, excuse me, can I help you? You look lost. You know, I've never seen you before. But if you walk through with a clipboard in your hand, with a pencil and a clipboard in your hand, suddenly they're like, oh, you must know what he's doing. He's got a clipboard. So I feel like there's got to be some analog to that for traffic. Like, what would be... Do you want to get out of your car? Yes, Adam, yes. I want want to get out of the car and just be like, like, excuse me, come on, pull up, pull up a little bit. Come on, come on, move it a little bit. Keep going, keep going. All right, good, right there, right there, good. And then move to the next car. Like, come on, come on, come on. All right, here, and then uh, I feel like that's what is needed is some kind of citizen brigade of drive-through traffic patrollers. Well, generally speaking, at Chick-fil-A and other places... I have noticed that some fast food restaurants have started posting actual humans outside. Yeah. Instead of having you talk into that microphone, which has its pros and cons. Because to be honest, I feel a little bit rushed when there's an actual human there staring (laughs) in my window. And a lot of times they're further back than the menu board. Mm -hmm. So if it's not a menu that I'm familiar with... Mm -hmm. And they're now they have a little plastic menu with them. But would you I like to see? Little, would you like to see our menu? Here I you feel go. a little rushed. Like I should have known exactly. But they do that anyway. Normally they're wearing one of those vests, like an orange vest sort of thing with like the shiny tape. Yes. Oh, so that would be easy. So if you if yeah, you get yeah, a yeah. vest, so with we get the shiny get, tape. All right. So just find your local spirit Halloween store, which is throwing away those vests that they were trying to sell at Halloween for forty bucks. Like they're they're all in the dumpster behind the old spirit store. Go grab some of those. Keep them in your car. And instead of a clipboard, you could carry a laminated menu <laughs> or something that looks like a menu. And they'll think that you're one of the workers that's going to be taking their order, but you need to just pull them up a little bit. No, I, I don't care about the people that, are, that have yet ordered. I'm talking about the jerks that have already ordered and then they're not moving up to allow people to, to move forward. 
The same I'm thing with the, in general. Same thing with the pay window. It's like, we just move it. Usually, I won't say usually, a lot of times there'll be awnings on buildings in the drive through but just at the last like 20 feet part. And if it's raining, like it rains in Florida here a lot, you, you don't want to roll down your window until you're under the awning. So you're just like, cut, cut, just pull, if you'll just pull five inches forward, I can get well, under the awning. Also, it's happened where those ones that have a pay window first and then the order window second. Yes. I haven't been able to get all the way up to the window, the pay window, but the person is already opening the window and holding their arm out yeah. to get my payment. <laughs> and I'm three feet behind them. And I, I normally keep my window rolled up. So until I get up there, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you don't want to mix air problems, with commoners. I feel, I feel like. <laughs> well, there you go. That was my big drive through story. I'm, I'm sure that you, you're excited about that. I just, I, it just drives well, me nuts. I also feel like, and I understand why, right? There's a pandemic going on and people can't go into restaurants. I don't go into restaurants, so I, I can't fault these people for being in the drive through But I feel like there's a lot more cars in drive throughs I also don't understand the two-lane drive-through things that merge into oh, one. Oh, God. That, that's just, that's voodoo. Because how do they know? How do they know that that car didn't go? And this one was like, oh, no, go ahead. And then, like, let another car. It's like, how do they? I'm That's spooky. That's some kind of weird witch-doctoring uh, well, power a, that I don't understand. Does it save time, or is it just because they want to keep the line from getting too long to, to wrapping around the building is, is my first question. And then my second thing is they if if the people there are some people who live by social convention yes one of those social conventions is the zipper rule yes when you're leaving a football game or yeah, a yeah, concert zipper, yeah. or when whatever merging traffic you yeah. you merge you right. know whatever yeah the same thing at these fast food places where they have two lanes that were you're mm-hmm. supposed to zip some people it's it works perfectly. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, "No, motherfucker, I'm going. I'm not letting you in," and they right. barge their way up like there is no way you're. And you get in those situations sometimes. It's very uncomfortable. It is. And I bet there have been accidents happen in those drive-through lines. But to your question, but to your question as to whether they're faster or not, at peak hours at some of those restaurants, I'm led to understand that they actually have two kitchen crews working. So. They have double the number of people working and half of them are listening to the one drive through person. Like half of them are responding to the one drive through and half of them responding to the other. So it really is faster because it's two separate drive throughs There's two separate kitchens for, for, for each drive through Okay. Well, there has, I don't know what restaurant it was, but there was a restaurant that I went to one time where they literally had two window they had a, a drive through window and then there was a one going the other way a yesterday. satellite window yeah just off to its own it looked like a toll booth mm-hmm. and the funny thing was i didn't even know how they got the food to that <laughs> they must have had a conveyor belt under the ground it's or a pneumatic over little pneumatic some kind, of, <laughs> some kind of tube i don't know how they got it because no one was walking it Here's over your or soda. i didn't see anyone foamy. walking it over i don't know maybe they used invisible people maybe they used owls I don't know. Owls are it was, silent. It was magic. It was magic. Owls are but. silent and it drives me nuts in video games when there's owls flying around and you hear them going, fft, fft, fft. and I'm like, no, they don't do that. Also in Harry Potter, like the, the whole opening scene of Harry Potter, where like, fft, 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 all the owls. They don't make noise at all. They, don't, they are a f- silent in flight. I haven't been close enough to an owl to know. Well, you wouldn't know. That's how quiet they are. You wouldn't know whether you were close enough <laughs> to mean, them or not. I, I've never, okay. 
maybe I have been close to an owl and, and didn't know exactly. it because they were so silent, right. but I've never seen an owl close by and not heard them. Let's say that. Okay. Ooh. It's funny that you had a drive through story because I also have a drive through story. Really? Well, first of all, this week has been bad for drive throughs in general in my life. It has. You've chronicled this I, on your daily personal journal, Geeky Gay, which you can find at thegeekygay.com. And, uh, yes, because Daniel doesn't have anything better to do with $13. So, yes, I had a Popeye's bad experience earlier this week. Now, before anyone judges me like Kathy Bacon did on Twitter already, mm-hmm. I did cook last night. So this, this would be we- our listener and member of Level 13, Kathy Bacon? Yes. She judged me on Twitter because we have a, a beautiful kitchen that we never use because we eat fast food all the time. Yes. We're basically her words yes. on Twitter. Right. You, you have double ovens. You have a convection. No, I don't you have, have a, a microwave. Oven. You have a gas range. You Doesn't have everyone a, have a microwave? No, like a, a combo convection microwave thing. No. It cooks with light. My. So anyway, I did cook last night, but. What'd you make? Yes. Popeye's was. Or is that today's Geeky Gay? It is. Okay. Well, then don't tell me. I haven't it listened is. to today's Geeky yeah, Gay yet. Yeah. So I just had to prove to everyone that I cook occasionally. So I actually gave the menu or I told the menu. So. Oh. You know. I, I'm sure. Did, I, I didn't give the recipe or anything, although didn't. I could. Now, did you say aioli instead of mayonnaise? That was very educational that you guys talked about <laughs> that this week. Did you say I brioche thought, instead of uh, bread? Well, personally, I always thought aioli mm-hmm. was mayonnaise. It, well, oh, it, it is. That's what it was. That is what it was. Well, maybe maybe there was more than one thing. But one thing. All right, get, wait, people listening to the show have no idea what you're about. to. So okay. set the scene. What are you? You were Something trying to remember earlier. I, Daniel does another show. Called That Darn Elvis. You can find it at thatdarnelvis.com. That's so Elvis. And it's with Scott, formerly known as Antivira. Yes. Charles. A famous, and a famous aging voice actor from the golden age of radio. And uh, not Seder. Don't anyone get confused. Different Scott. Mm-hmm. So they said something. You guys said something on the show that triggered me. Okay. Was it about aioli? And no, oh, but I, I will tell you, well, it was, it, it's tangentially. Okay. Yes. But before I say that, aioli to me was always mayonnaise, mayonnaise. Now you just said it as well. Auntie Vera or Scott mm-hmm. went on a tirade <laughs> about how, how could anyone be so ignorant as to say mayonnaise mm-hmm. and Basically disparaged most of the South because I don't know if you have ever talked to, oh, you are a Southerner, Daniel. Yes, I am. You went right along with it Mm -hmm. as if we all say it, Mm -hmm. mayonnaise. Which is the way you should say it. You should say mayonnaise. But we don't. No, we don't. you just said it's mayonnaise. mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise. You and Scott... Mm-hmm. AKA Antivira went yes. on this tirade calling people stupid. Basically, <laughs> I don't. I don't think those were the words that he used. Those ignorant buffoons. I don't. Think How those could they? Are the, or those are. Who's and your Who's your lawyer, Sir Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> I demand to see some kind of proof here. 
wow, all the networks. Anyway, <laughs> it it uh pissed me off a little bit. Oh, but wow. I love I love Antivira, so I forgave him. You should right call. Away. You should absolutely go to voicemail There's the even voicemail. a joke. There, Jeff Foxworthy even has a joke about mayonnaise and mm-hmm. and words that Southerners will say. And I can't remember the whole thing, so it's going to fall flat. But he says, man, there's a lot of people here or something like that. I, I don't remember the whole joke. But if you listen to the You Might Be a Redneck CD yeah. back in the day, there is a joke on there where he refers to it. And unfortunately, I am Southern and we say mayonnaise. I, I'm sorry. I should. Right, now, in fairness. I should say mayonnaise. In fairness, if you listen to Scott. When in that conversation, he himself says it very similar to mayonnaise. And I don't believe that that's actually the, the tirade that he was going at. What he was getting at was that people will say uh, it's something about hold the mayo, like you would say, hold the mayo. No, that was how he said. And he said, yeah, and know. the way I know, I know that that you don't say mayonnaise is no one ever says Hold the man. I say They say, hold the the mayo. I say that all the time. Hold that man. So, hold Um, the man. So, yes. Let me hold that man. (laughs) I thought aioli was all mayonnaise. Well, no, it it originally was not. It was, but now we know that modern aioli is basically garlic mayonnaise. I love garlic mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. I love uh, aioli. I love a good garlic mayonnaise. So see, it is so it's so subtle because you just said mayonnaise. Yes, on purpose. I'm right. trying to. But what say, I'm saying is mayonnaise. If you say it fast enough, mayonnaise mayonnaise sounds like mayonnaise. It's 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 hard to tell the difference between know, mayonnaise and really? mayonnaise. And I mean, nobody goes around going like, "I would like some mayonnaise." <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> I grew up. Pardon me, eating- sir. Do you? Happen to have some mayonnaise that I could borrow. I grew up eating Miracle Whip. Oh God! So that's, that's just I, isn't Miracle Whip just sugar mayonnaise? Is like isn't isn't all Miracle Whip is? I feel is just corn syrup poured into mayonnaise. Is is that they call it salad dressing? Which is kind of strange to me because I think they're they're not required to. I mean, they're not allowed to call it like an actual food substance. So they had to say it's salad dressing. They call it salad dressing, which I always found uh, found interesting or weird, because who is going to glop Miracle Whip on their salad? Uh-huh. It's too thick. No, but you do use it's, Miracle Whip with shredded cabbage, and you have coleslaw. Coleslaw. That's the salad. That's well, the, it's a cabbage salad. But you could now. You can take Miracle Whip and a package of Hidden Valley Ranch, the powder. Yes, but you have to thin it out with something. You have to add some <laughs> buttermilk or something that like sounds that. Sounds like. It sounds like a bad television dressing. show. Hidden Valley Ranch, the powder. It's, it's like it's like a reboot yeah. of Hidden Valley Ranch. Not the- Remember Hidden Valley Ranch with Ricky Schroeder? Well, now there's Hidden Valley Ranch, the powder. So, way it stars back it stars to- that guy that had no hair. Way back to fast. Oh food. my god, that was a powder joke, Adam. That was that was a certified powder joke. How dare you uh, at least give me a courtesy eh, on that? Okay. So we were talking about fast food places and drive-thrus. We were. 
So I had a horrible experience at Popeye's. I totally forgot earlier. that I interrupted your story to get to the place that we were at. I right think now. I interrupted okay. my own story okay. because right. you said mm-hmm. aioli, and mm-hmm. then it reminded me of the travesty that happened on that So Elvis. But I had a horrible experience at Popeye's earlier, but I'm not going to talk about that. You guys can go to geekygay.com and you can listen to the episode. Or you can go to thegeekygay.com. But what I will say is tonight, I should stop. I need to figure out what food substance we will eat on mix minus nights because fast food or restaurants always seem to go poorly on mix minus night so that it pisses me off. Yes. And even Mark has said, we need to figure out how to, we need to watch something really happy right before you go upstairs. Right. Or, so that you, you don't know, take whatever. it out on the, on the so chat I don't room. take it out anyone. And, and, uh, but cooking would be bad because then I would be probably pissed off that I, spent so much time slaving away in the kitchen. So maybe I need to hire a chef for Friday nights. But I thought... Actually, you know what? So, Throw that on the Trello board because I, I've also... A chef been, for Friday nights? No, just a chef. For, I have always wondered. It's like, I know people on Facebook that used to be podcasters. What's his name? Mark? Uh, chef Mark? Used to yes. do a podcast. Like his job, he's a personal chef. But you I mean, have to be wealthy for that. I don't think so. I because he's not a live-in personal chef. He cooks their meals a week in advance and then brings it to them in Tupperware that they can put into the fridge. It's like I think it's. I mean, it's not going to be cheap, but I don't think it's going to be crazy. I expensive. think when I get about when I get to a salary about ten thousand dollars a year higher than what I make now, then you can afford that. Would chef. be a good investment. Okay, great. I don't think it's but, an investment. I think that that's a, a total in, waste in of my money. Sanity. Yeah. So I, I decided now I have, I think I've mentioned before that it's a little stressful in general for me ordering at a fast food at the, at the microphone thing, because they always tend to get it wrong. Yes. And so I've liked it that or places, sorry, or they might try to suggest something right. that you want. It's not that I'm stressed about talking to someone, which is, I think, what Mark thinks. It's that I don't want them to get it wrong. And I feel that putting it in an app is more likely for them to get it correct. And so during COVID, all these restaurants have started doing online ordering and, and developed apps and, you know, rushed their apps out the door and whatever. It seems like a lot of restaurants have gotten apps or started using third-party services so that people could start ordering online. So even places with drive-thrus, I will use their website to order, even if they mm-hmm. have a drive-thru. And then mm-hmm. I'll go through the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. So this place called Tacos for Life, I was trying to add some variety to our fast food lives. And we haven't eaten there in months and months and months. And I thought, we'll have tacos tonight. So I order. I, We're I'm like, having oh. tacos tonight. Tacos Oops. tonight. I said to myself, self, look, they have an online ordering thing. I will do that. So I ordered it online. Everything went through fine. It was all great. And then we park in the parking lot and it says to call them. So I call them. Yes. And five minutes and they say, oh, we're just packaging that up, sir. Where are you parked? We'll bring it right out to you. Great. Have a good night. Whatever. And I was like, oh, good. This is going to be a very good experience. Yes, you're set. Then five minutes go by, nothing. And I think, well, the app said it wasn't going to be ready until 7.53. They've got a few more minutes. I'll wait. Mm-hmm. Another another five minutes go by. We're now past the 7.53. Yes. 
no one has brought anything out. Nothing. We can see into the restaurant, see them helping all these people. There are people in there because stupid Arkansas, the restaurants. Anyway, people are going into restaurants, which is ignorant. And there are also people in the drive through driving by with their orders. Yes. And I'm thinking to myself, now, at what point should I call back? Because it's only been two minutes past the time when, when it said it was going to be ready. Yes. But I called her at this point 10 minutes ago, mm-hmm. and she said they were packaging it up. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I'm going to wait till 8 o'clock. Maybe they're carefully packaging it up. So I waited until 8 o'clock, and then I called. And then I don't want to be passive-aggressive or angry-sounding, so when I've had to call... I, I try to think of what I'm going to say. So I said, hi. Hi. Um, I had the online Wait, 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 order. wait. Let, let's role play this. Let's role play this. It's like, uh, what was the, what's the name of the restaurant? What restaurant is this? Tacos for Ta- Life. Tacos for Life. It's like, thank you for calling Tacos for Life. This is uh, Deborah. How can I help you? Hi, Deborah. Um, this is Adam. Hi. I, hi, I, Adam. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm, 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 well, I'm working. They didn't ask me. But I'm, I'm not sure. actually supposed to be working tonight, but I am. It's a whole story. You, know <laughs> you should, you should so, hear about it on thegeekygay.com. I'm just calling because I have the online order and I called uh-huh. 10 minutes ago. Uh-huh. Oh, and, yes. We were packaging said, it up. We were packaging it up were, for you. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you said you were mm-hmm, packaging yes, it up mm-hmm. and I just wanted to call back and check and see how much longer that might be. Mm, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. I don't know what she said. What did she say? <laughs> well, at this point, we were at 20 minutes because I had I called after eight o'clock. Yes. And she says. Are we close at eight? <laughs> she's, <laughs> she says. Oh, it's sitting right here. We forgot to bring it out. I'll have that right out to you. So I don't know how long the thing was sitting there, but I was trying to give them ample time to get it packed up. So then they bring it out mm-hmm. and I say to them, them, as I did at Popeye's earlier this week, by the way, mm-hmm. I say to them, are you sure everything is in there? Because that looks a little small for everything we ordered. She's like, yes, sir. We're absolutely sure everything is in there. Blah, blah, blah. Here's some coupons. The manager came out, was all apologetic to us. Yes. I open the bag and I look and we're missing two sides. Mm-hmm. They had already gone in. Mm-hmm. So I have to call them a third time. <laughs> so then I say, hey, uh, but I got someone different, which is bad. I wish I'd have gotten the same woman because mm-hmm. then she would have really felt bad. Oh, I said, hey, she would have probably lost missing. sleep. Yeah, I'm like, we're missing two of our sides. And he says, oh, I see them right here. They must have forgotten to package those up. I'll bring them right out to you. So he brings them out. Then we get home. And they're not the right sides. And they forgot our cookies. <laughs> not the cookies. I paid $5 for those cookies. Oh, my God. What, are, what kind of fucking cookies are those? It cost five bucks. Well, it was four cookies. Two you, for you can get a us. pack of Oreos for less than five bucks, can't you? I haven't bought Oreos in a long time. I Probably, no but, but it feels like I feels so, like I should be able to buy a bag of Oreos for around three fifty, somewhere around in that area. So this is what I think. I think that restaurants are not prepared to do this online ordering stuff. They well, and they they forget that you're even out there. It they they have not gotten accustomed to doing it. Well, no, because you live in Arkansas where people still go into the restaurant. And, and so we're novel. Everyone else is going in or using the drive-thru That's or something exactly like that. And where so, do you think that comes from in the name of the virus? It's the novel coronavirus because it's novel. Well, and we are also novel because we are doing online ordering and parking in the space just like it tells us yeah. to do. Why don't you just go through the drive-thru? 
Well, I will next time. To me, to me, now if I'm going to use an online app and then go and pick it up, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to use Grubhub. Otherwise, I'm just going to go through the drive-thru and that way I can look in the bag and make sure it's right before I drive away. Well, yes. I, so Whataburger has done this thing where used to you could order in the app and go through the drive-thru and just tell them, hey, I had an online order and they would. Yes. It would be just like normal. The only thing you skip is you're not ordering at the microphone. Right. And I liked that. They've changed it now where they don't give you the option to go through the drive-thru. The only options available are go in to so pick why it up not, inside at that the point, restaurant. At that point, then just go through the drive-thru like normal. Or park and have them bring it out to you. But the parking spaces are so yes, far away They're from the line of sight from those people. Yeah, and they can't see So it. now what we do, because they forget. Yes. I've had this happen at Whataburger right. as well. So now I, we order on the app and I lie. I just say, I'm going to pick it up. And then we go through the drive-thru anyway. And I say, hey, we ordered online and they let me do that. But the app won't let me pick drive-thru. Stupid app. Adam. Yes. I don't know where we're at. <laughs> let me look at the, let me look at the list. They here. are winning. I don't know if I want to talk about that now. Why not? Let me ask you this question. Who's winning? Let me ask you this question. Do you think the Trump campaign or the Trump camp, do you, do you think they're winning? In what way? Do you think they're winning? In, in, the rega- election? in regards to the election, are they winning? Well, no, I don't think they're winning, but it's very stressful to have all this play out and think anything is possible. Never say never, you know, that sort of thing. I, there has been a lot of confidence portrayed by the president-elect yes. and the vice president-elect and most of the shows on the CNN and MSNBC and all of that. There is a lot of confidence being portrayed. Well, However, yes. anything could happen. Electors can change their vote. And Trump just today apparently had some people from Michigan over yeah. for dinner. To the White House, yeah. To try to convince them. Well, I mean, dinner dinner was served at 4 p.m. But yeah, I mean, they, they, they went in to, earlier this afternoon. To try to convince them to, what are they called? Faithless, b- bullshit, bastard electors? Something yes, like that's that. exactly to, what they call them. Yes, bastard, and bastard electors. I, the logical side of my brain is saying we are, the Democrats have won, or President-elect Biden has won. Mm-hmm. Trump is just throwing a fit. Everything is going to go as planned. Okay. So let me ask you this final question. Do you believe that Donald Trump believes that he can win this election? No, I don't think that he thinks he can. I I believe there have been. So, so I mean, do you need to explain? I mean, go ahead. Well, but the reason is because there have been some articles and podcasts that have mentioned the fact that. It is highly likely that two things are happening. That one, he wants his base to feel that he has fought as hard as possible and he wants them to think it was rigged. Even if he does leave, he wants them to to have all those emotions. So, all right, I'm going to posit this theory. Number one, Donald Trump is winning. Number two, Joe Biden is winning. And num- in different ways. <laughs> and number and exactly. And that's number three. They're playing two entirely different games. And this is my 
point of frustration this week on the media is I'm not hearing this story. What seems to me to be obvious, and maybe I'm just crazy, maybe I'm just wrong, but it seems to me that when you take into account that that insane press conference that Rudy Giuliani gave. Right. I didn't listen to it. But Nobody I, listened to it. <laughs> the, there know, no one I know caring. that it happened. Yeah. <laughs> and all people did was play clips with the, the hair stuff running down his cheek. And, and that was really, no one knows what he was saying there. He was, he was just, he stood up there for an hour and a half, just repeating baseless accusations of fraud and crimes and all these different horrible things that are going on and why the I bet Fox News carried it. They might have. But the point is, is that if you look at the legal filings that Giuliani, Giuliani, that Rudy Giuliani, it is such a difficult fucking name to say. (laughs) But if you look at the legal briefs that they filed, the, the, the cases that they filed, none of them mention these crazy asinine things that they're talking about on camera. It's right. not, it's not yes. like, it's not like they're filing claims saying the exact batship crazy stuff that they're saying on TV. They're throwing in these lawsuits. And also the reason Giuliani is taking over the, the legal side is because Trump's real lawyers quit. Right. So, so. I, I feel like all that's happening here is that they're using the speak. They're using the talk. They're using the, the gestalt to convince his base that, oh, yeah, yeah, he can still win. Yeah, it, it, Democrats are trying to steal it, but we can stop him. And it's all just a ploy to raise money. This is all just, he's trying to wring every last penny out of his supporters that he can before he's no longer the president. He's using every grifter slash con man slash, you know, long con, short cons, sideways cons, just all, he's, Throwing every, he's just, he's just trying to get money. That's literally all he cares about. Well, that's all he's ever cared about. But he's like, that's that all he cares about at this point in time is to get money into his uh, political action committee. And uh, no one seems to be talking. We're all treating this as if Trump is playing the same game, as if Trump is playing the game of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be president. I'm absolutely going to be president. And that's my end game because his actions belie that. He, the actions that he's taking are not getting him any closer to winning the election. At this point, it's absolutely impossible for him to win the election. No matter, even if he did flip Michigan, it, it's irrelevant at this point. It doesn't matter. But Everyone, all the news keeps talking about it as if that's his real agenda, as if he's really trying to to do that and not talking about the fact that, hey, they're just bilking these crazy ass people out of money. And I feel like that that is a good topic, a good Thanksgiving topic for your Republican relatives that you might have to talk to during Thanksgiving. Not yours personally. Not right, yours. Per- I'm just saying I'm not going. Uh, people that, that are around their families virtually or not that get into any kind of a conversation like that. It's like you do realize he's just trying to get money from you. Like that's, that's the topic of conversation for these Trump supporters. It's just like you, you do realize he's lying, right? You, you know that he's just trying to get money from you because well, the things he's, people- the things he's saying on television are not what the lawsuit and the lawsuits are public record. You can bring up the text of the lawsuits and there's nowhere in those lawsuits. Do they make any of the claims that they're making on television? No, I, and I have, that has been mentioned by some podcasts that I listen to and I listen, I believe, I don't know which one, but I want to say it's 
Pod Save America is a very liberal podcast that I listen yeah. to. Yeah. And I believe they have mentioned it. And I've read a couple of articles that mentioned it. But it, it's not been talked about a lot. But I do, I have seen mention of it that they're begging for money, begging for money, begging for all this money. And they're not really spending much of that money on the legal actions that they're taking. Oh, yeah, I know. If you read the fine print, only donations above $8,000 are going to the legal defense fund. Anything, Any donation below the $8,000 goes 60% to the Trump PAC and 40% to the RNC. So yes, this is all, I just, I I just want this grifter to go away. I just want him and all of his grifter buddies to just, but that's what I'm saying. If he runs again, then we have to deal with his bullshit all over again and see it all in the news again. But the reality is he's not going to go away until he's dead. It, well, because the reality he is, he's is probably not going to live. He's probably not going to, do you know how much the office of the presidency ages these people? And then on top of that, he's already old he's going to be uh four years older in 2024 and it's really hard to unseat an incumbent it's just really hard to do so i i I don't see him having any really good chances in in 2024 and it's hard he'll change his mind he'll change his mind by then he's going to do the newt gingrich thing where he's going to in 2023 he's going to announce i'm forming an exploratory committee to run for president. This is what Newt Gingrich did his entire political career. He forms these exploratory committees to look into running for president. And what happens is he solicits money from people. Like, hey, donate to my exploratory committee so that I can do it. He sets up a campaign. uh, But as soon as he sets up a campaign, all that money becomes earmarked. So what they do is they just do the exploratory committee that people can donate to with no restrictions. And then they go, you know what? After much thought, uh, I'm actually not going to run for president. Of course, they keep the millions of dollars that they got in donations. I mean, this is this is literally the way I know. Was it me that hated literally? But in this case, it's true. It's literally, this is literally the way that Newt Gingrich made his money over the past like 20 years. I, I do wonder what the Trump library is going to be like. And is it going to be in one of the Trump towers? <laughs> Trump, Trump library is going to be like a, a two and a half inch SSD card, like underneath some kind of phone that has Twitter on it. I don't know. It's, it's just going to, it's going to be lame. Um, I mean, they're required to have a library. Yeah. They're required to. No, I'm saying, yeah, I read that. It's like, they are required to have a library. So everything that he's written, any written correspondence that he's produced while he was president has to be in this building. All they need is a computer with a big monitor that just displays tweets, just scrolls through. Cause that's all he's written the whole time he's been in office. It's just tweets, just tweets, he, man. He fires people via tweets. He, everything is via tweets. I'd be surprised. I don't know. All right. I feel like if he vetoed a bill, it would be a tweet saying I veto this bill. Well, you know what? We're not going to tweet Adam. No, I don't. We're not going to tweet the folks that it's time to take a break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Did you know that there is a behind-the-scenes club right here for Mix Minus? It's called Level 13. It gets you extra material every single week. You get our pre-show where we talk, I don't know, what, Adam, like 10, 12 hours a day we talk uh, on, on the a pre-show. Lot. We have post-shows that go on. We talk deep into the night. Adam falls asleep. He starts sleep-talking, uh, and it, it, all kind of hilarity ensues. We have another show that I'm on called That Darn Elvis where we do the pre- and the post-show there. All kinds of extra material, hours and hours of extra content absolutely for free. Uh, and if you would like to join, all you have to do is send us an email and say, hey, I would like to join your club that's contact at mixminuspodcast.com hey by the way there's a contest going on if you join level 13 before december 1st you are eligible to receive all the money that kathy bacon has found in her couch uh, latest count 52 dollars and 70 cents adam now if you do win don't use that money to buy a nice kitchen and then eat fast food all the time correct she won't be appreciative of that but correct. yes correct could you buy it kitchen with $52 I, I think we need to have another conversation you could yeah. you could model a blender kitchen for less for free check it out and uh yeah and now and now back to our program hey Adam hey Daniel <laughs> It's, it's as if we just met. Hi, Did you I'm enjoy the break? I enjoyed my break immensely. Um, speaking of a break, though, next Thursday is Thanksgiving. And next Friday, when we would normally do this show on a Friday evening, that would be November 27th, 2020. That is a, a Friday de noir, I believe, in the United States. Black Friday? Yeah. Is it is it done? No, it would be la noir. It, noir is French. And uh, anyway, it is. yeah, it's Black Friday, so we we won't be doing a show next Friday, Correct. largely because of you. But I went along with it, and I was like, "No, that's okay. I I will let you have your RV trip or wh- whatever the hell you're going to end up doing." <laughs> we don't even know. <laughs> I have no idea. But it'll be a good break. It'll be a good break. It'll be a good break. Adam, let's do this. Three, two, one. Excellent. It is the context coming up to the show. <laughs> Words. What, what is going on with my diction, Adam? Uh, is there some kind of thing that when you get older, your diction starts to become limp? Is that is that what happened? You have a hard time keeping a crisp diction? I hear if you do Kegels. I should. Uh, a vocal Kegel. Ble- ble- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. I'm doing that tomorrow. Uh, Adam, we don't have any email this week, but we do have a voicemail. Let's listen to it now, shall we? Hey there, Daniel. Hey Hi. there, Adam. This is Scott the Seder. Hi, Scott. Uh, proud member of Level 13. Level 13. Wow. Level 13. Level 13. Level 13. Not to be confused with Scott, who's on that darn Elvis. Yes. Hey, I have a question for you. Oh, got one. Trying got to an provide answer. some content. Okay. At the top of each show, Daniel does the introductions and always points out that Adam is from Arkansas. Yes. But 
Daniel never says where he's from. Ooh. Why is that, Daniel? Yeah, why is that? Are you ashamed of where you're from? <laughs> Are you trying to uh, shame Adam from where he's from? No. Inquiring minds want no, no, no. to know. No. All right, this is a Seder. Catch you later. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. Level 13. <laughs> Level 13. Level 13. I think when we switched, and I'm, I'm going to have to. Do you remember the dubious intent opening? Do you remember the... You mentioned the state then as well. Yes, but did I mention my state then? I don't think so. So I think that's all it is. I've just fallen into... You just say, your your thing is, I am Daniel Brewer, and I'm joined from the great state of... Oh, oh I remember why I used to identify you as being Arkansas, because I would say whatever the, the thing was that you were from the non-whatever state. Oh, could be. Yeah. Didn't I? You did do that. You did do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I ended up saying Arkansas. Because I From think the even fat during free state yeah. of Arkansas. Because it was so anyway, that to answer the question, Scott, when we picked this new theme song, I never took the time to write an opening. I never took time to try out different openings to try to get the the patter down. I in my own arrogance, I was like, ah, swing it. And now I'm kind of stuck into this routine. And so I, I will look at, I'll see, I, I need. How long did it take you to write that dubious intent intro? Did you write it? I did at first because I was modeling it after a big brother, little brother in the UK, kind of a, a thing. I had things that I was modeling after that. So in that respect, yeah, I kind of, I did think about what I was going to, it was consistent as what I was going to say. And then when you came on, it had morphed, I think enough that we were, you know, sometimes riffing off that. And then you, as, as intros do, you end up throwing more things in as, as time goes along. Taking things away. I am not embarrassed of where I'm from. I am from Valrico, Florida. Well, I'm not from there, but that's where I live. I live in Valrico, Florida. I'm actually from Plant City, Florida, which is only about 10 minutes uh, north Did you know that Plant City is famous for strawberries? I and did, Adam. They even have a strawberry festival every year. We do. Also, uh, we they just put out a, a press release today that the strawberry festival this year in February will not have marquee entertainment as they normally have for the last 85 years because of covid so the strawberry festival is in february well february well here's the here's the thing adam plant city is the winter strawberry capital of the world oh the winter strawberry we, wow. we grow more strawberries here in the in south the winter in the winter <laughs> than they do in places where strawberries can't survive in the winter wow <laughs> so that's why <laughs> The Strawberry Festival is not just in, it's it's at the end of February, but it's it it's like the last week of February every year for eighty five years. Wow! The Florida Strawberry Festival in Plant City, Florida. If that you go there, so if you go there, more- Adam, if you go there, don't get suckered because all right, when you walk into the Strawberry Festival, there's strawberry everything. Like if you want strawberry lube, if you want strawberry yogurt, if you want strawberry corn dogs, what, they've got strawberry everything. They just, everything you can possibly imagine. And everyone goes nuts over strawberry, oh, I'm going to say it wrong. Strawberry, um, oh crap, what's it called? Mayonnaise? No, the the, the, the biscuit. Aioli? With the, no, the biscuit that's cut in half and it has the strawberry, strawberry shortcake. Short, shortcake. So everyone goes apeshit over the strawberry shortcake. Oh, yeah, you got to get the strawberry shortcake there. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, yeah, well, I tell you, you betcha. You got to get the strawberry shortcake. Strawberry shortcake 
is like a stale biscuit with some strawberries yeah. on it and some. I'll tell you something. But here's what I, this is. What before I miss my point, Adam? What okay. you don't? If you ever find yourself in the Florida Strawberry Festival in Plant City, Florida, run, don't walk to the strawberry cobbler stand because the strawberry cobbler is fucking amazing. It's it's not a stale biscuit. It's that good cobbler that we've talked about here on this show before where it's like a, the the right. fruit is baked into the cake-ish material there and it's that's the, the way it should be. And it's got the whipped cream on top. Of that. Yes, do uh-huh. the strawberry cobbler. Don't don't be a sucker. Don't go for the strawberry shortcake. That is 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 crack. It, it's just crap. I don't know why I said crack, but it's crap. I also I'm not a fan of a shortcake made with a biscuit. I like a shortcake made with, well, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. When it's strawberry shortcake season, mm-hmm. which is around 4th of July-ish, I would say, at least where I'm from, the stores will put out those little round cakes that are made just to be strawberry shortcake. I don't know if you are familiar with what I'm talking about. Yeah. They're, they're little round. They're almost like, the, they're not great. Yes. It's, it's like it's like a a Twinkie. If you took a Twinkie, so all you're talking about is little sponge cake, the, the like little cups. sponge cakes, like the they're little, almost like a yes. pl- they're like a little indented, yes. like they're a cup. Yeah, okay, yeah, they, they made, yes. and that is what I think of as strawberry shortcake yeah. or pound cake yeah. or angel food cake. No, I don't no, like it with cake, biscuits. Yeah, pound cake with strawberries would be really good. I don't like it with biscuits. I don't think biscuits should be used in that way. I also <laughs> don't like it when people make cobbler. And they take Bisquick or some biscuit oh, yeah, mix no, 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 and they no. plop those down on top of the fruit. No. And then you get little mounds of no. biscuit. You know, what you're making there is strawberry dumplings. No, that, that's that's no good. That's no good. Which, by the way, you can so. get strawberry dumplings at the Florida Strawberry Festival. Adam, uh, we were talking about something before I went off on this whole Well, tangent. you were answering Scott's question about oh, disparaging yeah. Scott, me because thank you of my so much. State. Yeah, thank you so much for the voicemail. I will try to rework the intro. I don't I, mind you saying my state, but... Yeah. Now, when I lived in Texas, we weren't doing dubious intent. No. Have have we only podcasted together since I moved to Arkansas? Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, other than when we podcasted jointly on Pride 48 when you lived in Texas. But at that point in time, you were with the Adam and Maddie show. We didn't do a show together. Yeah. I had a non-compete. So. All right, Adam, uh, let's see where we are on the old board. Uh, are we going to do the, the game before we do the update? Yeah, we'll do the game before we do, uh, do the game. We do this. News game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions will he ask? It is... The Mix Minus News Game, the section of the show where Adam reads me uh, some questions from the news quiz from the New York Times. Comes out every Friday. Uh, and I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, I'm sorry, I'm double. <laughs> I've tried to do two things at once here and I'm not doing either one well. I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will give the answer to the questions. They are all multiple choice. I will try to answer it without asking for the choices, but if I get stuck, I totally will. Adam, tonight, I'm feeling a little bit frisky. Okay. What does you, that mean? You have told me, I know, normally the way this plays out is that uh, we do the news quiz, which are about five questions from the New York Times, and then after those five questions, then we do a Trivial Pursuit card and, and whatnot. I'm 
feeling like, and we timed that one. I have to do the, the trivial pursuit card. Right. In 60 seconds. Adam, I'm willing, I'm willing to double down right now. I'm going to do the news quiz. Pick out your five questions because we're going to do it in one minute. You ready? So we're not doing the Trivial Pursuit questions? Oh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but let's do this right now. I'm going to do all oh. five news questions, news quiz questions in uh, one minute. Here we go, Adam. Get ready. The game begins in three, two, one. In which state did Republican members of a Michigan. county election... Uh, that's correct. Um, I don't have time to do a sound effect. Which drug maker reported promising preliminary results from its coronavirus vaccine trial on Monday, just one week after similar news from Pfizer and BioNTech? Moderna. That's correct. All right. Uh, the Trump administration plans to sell leases that would allow oil and gas drilling. Anwar, the Alaska area? National Wildlife Reserve. Uh, there's that's not on here. It's the first answer. Are you looking at it? Correct. Um, Peru's interim president Manuel Marino above step less down than a last week. Sunday. Are you? Come on, cheating? come on, come on, come on, come on, guy! One more, guy! Uh, one which more. Which country more. singer is being hailed as a pandemic savior? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. That's correct. Ah, uh, eight, seven, six. Adam. Did you read these beforehand? Adam, I am the king of news quiz trivia. I <laughs> am you, the king. You, you knew the answer before I even read it. All right, like, I, I have a confession to make. All right. I had to do a Thanksgiving luncheon today for, yes. my, for my department. And part of it was we were, I did rounds of trivia. And okay. the final round of trivia, I didn't want to come up with at like 1 a.m. this morning so i was like fuck it i'll just use the new york times news quiz so i've already ah. i used the news quiz during my luncheon today but that's right adam because i came with a backup plan my second round of news quiz second round of quiz that i did during the thanksgiving today uh was a 90s music guessing so i'm, I'm going to give it to you adam i've got 10 songs from the 90s i'll just pick five of them i'll just pick I'm five i'm gonna of them. suck i'm gonna pick okay. five of them they're from the 90s adam all i need to know is the band and the title of the song actually i'll take either one i'll take either one if you if you know the band that's good if you know the the title of the song that's good all right you ready oh, yeah I'm all right ready. here we go here at number one adam it's uh tlc don't go chasing waterfalls it is uh, TLC. That is correct. The song is actually Waterfalls. called Waterfalls. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I always I just I cut out the, the the things. All right. Here we go. Adam, number two. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Let's go, uh, girls. I just want to hear a little of this. Come on. It's Shania Twain. Shania Twain. And I, I think it's, I feel like a woman. Or it's close. It's close. It's called Man, I Feel Man, Like a I Woman. Like a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. It won't be in sync, so I won't sing, but I really want to sing. <laughs> Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> All right. 
All right, number three, I, I'm not even going to play for you because I know you would get it in a single note. So we'll. I had ten of them. No, you had to play it. I play have ten three. of you. You want me to play all ten? All right, I'll play yeah, all ten. Play Here it. we go, Adam. I if you don't get this in two notes, then I don't know Adam J. Burns. You ready? Here we go. <laughs> it's Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. No, what? hit me, baby, one more time. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. Caught me mid-smoke. Um, I actually wasn't a big Britney fan, but we did go to her concert. I know, but that, that is the most recognizable riff in music right. history. Yeah, that's right. Here we go. Number four, Adam. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. Barbie Girl. Barbie Girl. By, I don't know the name of the band. I, I will know it, it is when a color. you say it. It's a color. Uh, a color? Think blue and think water. Something aqua? It's just uh, aqua. Just aqua. 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 Yeah, we get the point. All right. Number five. Here we go, Adam. You're doing great so far. Doing great. Have I given you things? I, I think you I've, I've, but... I've forgotten. There's a lot of buttons. <laughs> There's just a lot of buttons to push. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Number five. <laughs> Yo, Spice Girls. Spice Girls, yes. What I want? I'm not really sure the name of the song. Yeah, they got this wrong in the new in the in the quiz today at work also. It the actual name of the song is Wannabe. Okay. Wannabe. Yeah, I wasn't sure about the name, but yeah. All right. This was the one that no one got in the uh, quiz today at lunch. So okay. a lot of pressure riding on you here, Adam. Are there words? I don't play it that long. That's it. That's all you get. I don't know. I without words. All right, I I'm gonna play. I'm I... gonna play the hook. Here's the hook okay. for that song. Well, that's Madonna. Yes, and it's, that is, is it Madonna. Ray of Light. Yes, it is absolutely. That is Madonna, Ray of Light. All right, number seven. Also, I feel like just a gimme, a total gimme. Here is the gold, back with the face, pajamas live in effect, and I don't waste time on the mic with a dope rhyme. Jump to the rhythm, jump, jump to the rhythm, jump, and I'm here to combine beats and lyrics to make you shake your pants. Everybody like dance now? Uh, can you name No, me? it's using the same hook from everybody. No, that's everybody not. Everybody dance now. Yeah, that is the song, but that's not the title of the song. She says something after everybody dance now. And that's the actual title of the song. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know who does that one. So I'm going to say it. It is Gonna Make You Sweat by CNC Music Factory. Yeah. And in the hook there, there, there's like, uh, yeah. All right. Fine. I thought you would have gotten that one. All right. This one I feel is hard, but maybe, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a 90s kid. So let's
is this the Cranberries? It is. It is the Cranberries. What what song is this? I don't know the. I just recognize that singer. Yeah, she's dead. Right, <laughs> and it sounds like the Cranberries, but I it's don't the know the name. Of the... This was Zombie. Oh, okay, yeah. I would have gotten that. Zombies. Zombies. Yes. <laughs> All right. Number nine. Ready? Yep. You're, you're doing great. You've only missed one. One so far. Spent $48 last night at the county fair. I throwed out my shoulder, but I want her that teddy bear. She's got me saying sugar pie, honey, darling, and dear, I ain't. That's it. 20 seconds. That's all you get. Uh, I feel like being from Arkansas, and he sounds so familiar. I, love, I know look, in the, look in the chat room. Our executive producer has correctly said Spittoon Pete. <laughs> That's who it was. Um, Good old Spit. No, it's not Spittoon Pete. Go ahead. I don't. Is it, it's going to be, is it Garth Brooks? No, but close. He is a good country person as opposed to a reprehensible country person. Um, I think. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think. Is it, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Is it like, I like yeah. it, I love it, I want some more of it? Is yeah, it is. The, the name of the song is I Like It, I Love It. Yeah. Okay. It's but by it's, it's, it's Tim that. McGraw. It's, it's by Tim, Tim McGraw. McGraw. Okay. But I like it, I love it. I want some more of it. I can't rise above it. Don't know what it is about that little gal's loving, but I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. <laughs> I feel like I could. I feel like I could do the. Uh, uh, there's a there's a version of the electric slide that's the country version. I think it's yeah. called slapping leather mm-hmm. or something like that. I feel like you could do that to that song. Anyway. All right, uh, the final one, Adam, the the ultimate okay. one. Here we go. I know you're going to get this. I, I have absolute confidence that you're going to get this. Here we go. She's into superstitions, black cats and voodoo dolls. I feel a premonition. That Ricky Martin. It is Ricky Martin. And it's... Um... La Vida Loca? Live in La Vida Loca? Live in La Vida Loca is correct. Make you take your clothes off and go dancing in the rain. She'll make you live a crazy life or she'll take away your pain. Like a bullet to your brain. Upside, inside out. She's living La Vida Loca. She'll push and pull you down. Living La Vida Loca. All right, Adam, there we go. Ten... Ten songs from the nineties. You got uh, nine like eight out of half. ten. Eight and a half. Which, by the way, is the you know it's the average. A, yeah, it's the average male penis is eight and a half inches. We all know that. That's that's just uh, you know that, that, that. Welcome to America. No, I don't uh, know any foreigners, any foreigners like, that would like to come here to America, just know that we all have eight and a half inch penises, well, and they're all counted, uh, as thick as oak trees. And uh, I don't know <laughs> if you counted the country one where I got the name of the song, but I didn't know who sang it. I'm trying to think. Somebody at, at work today said that it was from they got the name wrong they said like ted mcgraw and one of our coworkers is named ted so now we're all calling him ted mcgraw i'm really bad at 
I'm surprised that I got so many of them because I'm really bad at, I know songs, I'll be able to sing them, but actually, or sing along with them, but actually knowing like who the person was or yeah, these what the were, name were of the 90s, song was. These were 90s song. Uh, my man, my boss had picked out the categories and I didn't I know. know 90s songs. So I just had Zach, I said, can you just give me a list of 10, song, 10 90s songs? I don't know if you know this, but I am a 90s boy. I so uh, did I, not know that, Adam. Yeah, I was. That was my heyday. Mm. That was when I was in you know, high school. Well, there so. you go. That's why you did so well on it. Also college and, and so. part of the 90s. <laughs> okay. You had a very <laughs> accelerated, it was from elementary school to college all in the 90s. No, 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 no. no. I, was, I was in elementary school <laughs> in the 80s, but you don't really start knowing stuff until... Right. Junior high, yeah. high school, right. elementary, you're still watching Barney or but stupid Barney. Whatever. All right. Are we doing the, the trivia pursuit? Are we done? Are oh, we, yeah. Which, which, we can do it. All right. Why not? Uh, all right. Here. Let me reset the Everyone timer. Everyone loves it. Let me reset the timer, Adam. Uh, here we go. The game begins in three, two, one. What river has the alternative name of Zaire? Pass. All right, what Saturday Night Live character did Dana Carvey model after his brother Brad? A church lady. Garth, what U.S. president threw out the most opening day baseballs? Uh, uh, Eisenhower. Franklin D. Roosevelt. Ooh, I almost what poisonous a- alkaloid was thought to cure many ills when it was named after Frenchman Jean Nicot in 1531? Nickel. No, it's nicotine. Oh, nicotine. What Dallas Cowboys running back was dubbed Little Big Man? Oh, pass, pass. No idea, pass. That was Tony Dorsett. Uh, What should a short-order cook prepare when a waitress hollers, paint a bow-wow red? Uh, A hot dog with ketchup. That's correct. Yes! Yes, I win, Adam. I win. I got the last question right, which everyone knows is worth twice as many points as every other question combined. Uh... I didn't give the answer to the first one. What oh, river was the alternate has the alternative name of Zaire? Huh? Z A I R E. Yeah, what Still is Still nothing? No. The Congo River. I would Why would it be Zaire? See, trivial pursuit questions are hard. They are. I got one right though, Adam. So yeah, far I've gotten one right on all of your cards. So far. So, so far. good. All right, Adam, take us home. We all need to know. Oh. We all need to know. Because you and I had a big conversation about well, Christmas trees and what kind of Christmas trees we were going to get. And we needed, what would we settle that we both needed like 92 foot trees in order to fit <laughs> so into you, our houses. And then we went and remeasured and we're like, oh, maybe I don't need that. Well, and, funnily, I remeasured and mine was not quite as long and yes. yours was longer. Yes, yeah, so right. So it's like, I, 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 don't know. I found out that my 16 foot ceilings are actually 18 feet ceilings. And, but I've come up with a solution. I'm still going to go with the 12 foot tree. I'm going to yeah. put it because our, our staircase wraps up, mm-hmm. you know, like it's like an L goes yes. up. So I was going to put the tree in the nook of the, of the staircase so that we could see it all the way from all sides as, as we walked up. Cause we walk up and down the stairs because our offices are upstairs and everything else is downstairs. So we walk up and down the stairs. So it'll be right there on the staircase. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to, I know this is about your Christmas tree update. No, we're it's all fine. Done. We were going to discuss This it. is what we decided this year. We decided it's, 2020 
It is 2020. We are right. not having people over for Christmas. We're not doing any kind of family gathering at our house. No one right. is going to see our house this year. We are going to use our existing six foot tree that we had in the apartment. We're going to use uh-huh. it this year and put stuff on it just for us to enjoy. And mm-hmm. then on the after Christmas sales, try to find a 12 foot tree uh-huh. that's on sale and then we'll be ready for next year. So that's what we've decided. So we're essentially not going to do anything. We're just going to put up our existing fake tree, which is very small. I think we might buy some garland for the staircase, for the the railings mm-hmm. in the staircase, or at least uh, uh, the banisters areas. And we're going to get two ra- live wreaths so that we have the smell, you know, the, the live tree smell in the house. I'm allergic to that smell. So you, you're we, just like, you're just like Digger. We are, I'm allergic to a lot. So anything scented pretty much. So I remeasured the ceiling, thank goodness, mm-hmm. because I thought, you know, what if I'm wrong and we go and buy a 12 foot tree mm-hmm. and we get it in here? Because when we went and looked at these 12 foot trees, they, they are like really tall. You, I'm like, they are, up. they're very tall. They're super tall. So I thought, you know what? I better remeasure the, the, because you figure, so I, you figure you're almost six foot tall. No, I'm five, seven. Okay. But if you were to stand on your own shoulders, the you tree would, would it still be yeah, taller. I know. That's what I'm saying. You would, so yeah. if you're a six foot tall person and you stand on your shoulders, it would be two of you standing, you know, yeah. up. It's, like, it's, it's tall. So I remeasured and I don't know where I got 15 in my head. Because <laughs> you were competing our, with me because I said that I, we had 14 foot ceilings and, or 16 foot ceilings. You're like, oh, oh yeah, ours are 15 also. So our ceilings are 12. It seems much taller. 12 really is tall though. Yeah. It is. I, it seems grand. Look, look the up, Donna I mean, Reed of Alaska, Tim Pearson, doesn't even have a 12-foot tree. And he's got that that auditorium room in their house has got like 30-foot seats or something. They shit. literally do operas. No. It, perform that, operas yeah. in his living room. No, that room is That's so no. tall that there's clouds that form at the top of it. It's like the vehicle assembly building at NASA. It's just like there, it's got its own weather system in that room. That's how big, cavernous, and enormous the 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 house the the room in the house of our friend uh, and and benefactor yeah. uh, who can send us you know gifts at any time he can uh, Amazon gift cards are welcome <laughs> thank you Uncle Tim I uh, know it's like uh, yeah he, he lives in in this palatial uh, Alaskan igloo I have a painting but of his but you can't see it so did you anyway, win did you win that at an auction no he gave it to me it was so sweet and he's never given me a painting I am so such a horrible person because Mark and I stayed at Tim's lovely house. He oh, for us. I see. Yes. Yeah. He took us to a park so we could take pictures of birds. Cause you know, yeah. we were getting to know how to, I was getting to know how to use my camera Yep. and I never sent them a thank you card <gasps> or anything. That's and now horrible. I feel like it's too late. It's too late. So just do it. Just do an audio here. Uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I can. We can fix this, Adam. We can fix this. Let's let's go here. Let's see. Uh, do we know that he listens? Thoughtful. Yeah, of course he does. He's a member of level thirteen. For God's sakes. Uh, let's see. I'm going to get to. Well, that could have been for that. So Elvis. I don't know. Here which we go, show Adam. Here for. we go, Adam. Just just talk talk directly to Tim. Just Tim, as if you were writing a letter. It's like, dear Tim, dearest Tim, dearest Timothy. I write this letter as I'm going through the ails of of COVID-19 and the pandemic. Wait, the pandemic is COVID-19. I hope this letter 
I hope this letter is finding you well. Mm-hmm. I hope Beatrice and Gertrude and Sybil are all doing well in this are those horrible his maids? time. Yeah, yeah. Those are his mates? And no, I'm, I just made up names. Oh, okay. And I want to apologize for being such a scamp. A scamp? <laughs> that I did not send you a token of my appreciation. I just I just love the fact that you think scamp is how like a I don't a, a woman of culture would <laughs> a, a, a trollop. Such a scamp. I don't know. I was trying to think of a I was trying to think of a, a trollop. <laughs> I was such a an No trollop a trollop is basically means whore. No, you yeah, you I, yeah, I, I, I was so uncouth as to not. I was as, yeah. Oh, I was so uncouth as yes. to not send you a lovely gift for the time that my beau and I spent. At your lovely palatial mansion. Igloo. Igloo. So I'm I'm sending you this audio letter <laughs> to say yes. I'm so appreciative Yours truly. of the time yes, that we yes, spent. Yes. Yours truly, Adam J. Burns. And Mittens. The third. <laughs> There you go. It's it's an audio letter just for uh for for Tim in Alaska. Thank anyway, you. I didn't I didn't give him any. I was going to You know why the the reason that I didn't is because I was trying to think of the perfect gift. And you, I kept, no, and no I couldn't perfect. think of a perfect gift. Anyway, so the tree. Uh, bottom line is my my ceilings were shorter than I thought. We went back and forth. We went to the store called At Home. They the trees were a little bit slimmer than I wanted, and and we went back and forth between nine and ten foot. But when we went, we went da, da, da. when we went to Home Depot, they had a really pretty tree that had LED lights that had all these different settings that you could use. You could do just plain white if you wanted, yeah. but you could also choose the, the multi cetera, multifunction. Yeah, it has infinite they, color lights. Yes, and when you snapped the pieces together, the lights would automatically come on instead of having to. Yeah. There's a word for it that they used, and it was really nice, and it was a good price. It was nine feet, and I wasn't sure whether we wanted ten or nine, but we went ahead and bought it because it looked really because you could put it on a box. I we heard could. this. I heard this on yes. the geeky. Yes, so that was the decision that we made. So we we bought a tree. Mm-hmm. It is still in Mark's car at the moment because okay, we haven't I'm gonna, it out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a suggestion for you. I may put it on cinder blocks to get that extra foot. We'll I'm going to make a suggestion for you. You can tell me to, to fuck off. I know that you like white lights on things because do. you don't like, do. co- you don't like colored. They're, they're classy. You don't like the colored. Um, what I have found, because our tree is lit with white lights. Yes. I use that as baby's breath. So what I do is I take the big colored, almost bulb size, almost like Christmas bulb size lights. Do you yes. know, do you know what I'm talking about? The, the bigger, the bigger strand of Christmas lights that it almost uh, looks yes. like a tiny bulb. Yeah. And I, I put a couple of strands of those through the tree and then I set them to slowly turn on and off and everything. So it's like at times the tree is white and it's like, so then the baby's breath becomes like a, a palette for these floral patterns to emerge onto. Daniel. Yes. You can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> wow. 
You said I could tell you to fuck off. I'm just saying. No, no, yeah, perfectly, uh, perfectly cromulent thing, Adam. Um, I tickled myself. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so. Contact at mixminuspodcast.com. You can live. Oh, wait. God, God damn it. Why do I always do this? You know why? Because we don't have exit music for the news quiz. <sighs> yeah, we need exit music. If I had, I, I'm telling you, uh, every week we get a packet of information from our executive producer. His name is Cyclone. He sends us uh, a, a little packet every week without fail. Uh, he gets to take next week off because we're, we're, we're not every doing a show. Every single week, Daniel, but this we do week, it every this, single this week's, week. This week's packet. Yes. It's got some news stories in it. It's got some things that happen in history on this particular day in history. It's got the best performing movies uh, during this day in different decades, uh, birthdays. And then at the end, there's a copy of the weekly world news from 1995 from this day. And this particular, you know, Weekly World News is the one, this one is like secret predictions of America's greatest living prophet. You know, it's, yes, it's, it's a, it's an inquirer, but it's like 10 times crazier than the inquirer. Right. It's like the onion of the time. It is. But this one, all right. And you know how they'll take a sentence from the story and they'll put it into a box and it's called a pull quote. You know what I'm saying? that's that's the name I for that so. it's called i didn't know that that's what that was called, called but i, I pull think because they actually pull a quote out and put it in a box with a much bigger font and it, your eye looks at it and you're like oh this you know and it's actually a sentence from the article but it's a punchy sentence you know so this particular article in the weekly world news has the funniest damn pull quote that i've ever ever read i, I giggled at it when i read it this is the pull quote adam they kept nipping at my boobies with their little beaks. <laughs> that is the best. It doesn't even matter what the story is. It doesn't even matter what the context of the story is. That is the greatest pull quote in the, in the history of journalism right there. They kept nipping at my boobies with their little beaks. All right. Uh, the, the headline, by the way, was nude sunbather attacked by crazed seagulls. That was, that was the. Yes. And you know, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. I, I don't have a word, so I'm just saying interesting, but there is some word to describe this, that they strategically placed each of the seagulls in front of a naughty bit in the photo. So there, the, there's a seagull strategically placed mm-hmm. to cover her boobies, and then there's another seagull perfectly placed <laughs> to cover her box yes this is photoshop and in 1995 this was yes. this is the state of photoshop because it does not look natural at all it looks like they took it looks like they took a photo of a woman and then and then and took, some scissors some left-handed scissors, some scissors and tried to cut and, out yeah cut out some birds took some scotch tape no probably a glue stick to, probably a glue stick well could be and then and then photocopied it on the mimeograph <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what the mimeograph is. I, I just, I love, I love two things about mimeograph. Number one, it's the funniest fucking name ever in the history of the world, right? It's a mimeograph. They used to say that with a straight face, like, oh, I need to mimeograph this quiz. Number two was everybody in the history of the universe that ever got a mimeograph piece of paper in their hands immediately went. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know how that worked because you would put the original on this drum. 
on this round cylindrical thing and you would rotate the handle <laughs> and magically these copies would come out. But but in purple for some reason. In purple. Weird and you, purple ink. But if you touch them, the ink would come off on your fingers. <laughs> it had to have some drying time or something. I don't know what kind of magic it was, but... Uh, anyway, from the Mixed Midas Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen, on November 20th, uh, this day is Transgender Day of Remembrance. So happy, happy? Did you say happy Transgender Day of Remembrance? Or? I'm not sure. I would say... Have a very solemn Transgender Day of Remembrance. The, for generations, transgender... Trans, let me read the thing here, if I can talk. For generations, transgender people have suffered various forms of abuse and even death for challenging the views, notions, and stereotypes around male and female identity. Every year, we set aside November 20th as Transgender Day of Remembrance. This holiday is meant to honor, commemorate, and memorialize those who face discrimination and stigma, often on a daily basis across this nation. So yeah, uh, have... Uh, I, uh, it's over. At this point in time, you missed Transgender Day of Remembrance. Go hug your, your transgender friend. Okay. I don't think I, I don't know that I have any transgender friends. Uh, friend of the show, uh, Miranda Rain? Oh. Miranda Brooke? Wow, she's, she's a long time ago, though. Yeah. I don't know if she would call me her friend. She was on Dubious Intent at one yeah, point. She was. One episode. I don't mean... As a continual co-host or anything. Uh, today, November 20th, is also National Absurdity Day. Uh, I got nothing to say about that. It's also This is National Absurdity Year. <laughs> Daniel, this is... National Absurdity Day 2020. Uh, also, National Payback Your Parents Day. Do something special every November 20th on National Payback Your Parents Day. Because it costs gobs and gobs of money to raise a child. And now that it's done, you turned out to... You know what? I, I'm... Parents of gay kids all over can tell you that we take care of our parents. They get, even if they don't like them, they get really expensive Christmas presents. They don't know what they are and they don't know if they like them or not, but I guarantee you we, we spent a chunk of change on them. Uh, in this week in LGBTQ plus history, uh, John Lawrence was arrested in his home for having gay sex. Do you know why John Lawrence is famous? Why that is famous that John Lawrence was arrested in his home for having gay sex, Adam? I feel like I should know that, but you no, should know that the sodomy law in the United States that was sent up to the Supreme Court was Lawrence versus Texas. This is uh, this huh? is John Lawrence was the one that he was arrested in his own home in 1998 for having gay sex, which led to the Supreme Court case of Lawrence v. Texas, which uh, was struck down, making it safe for all of us to suck dicks. <laughs> And other th related activities. Uh, on November 20th, Samuel Wright is born. Do you have any idea who Samuel Wright is, Adam? Oh, goodness. He invented something. No, Didn't, no, he? no. He was, no. He's, a, he's, a, he's a voice actor. Oh. Inspector Gadget? No. Ariel. Oh, Little Mermaid. For Was he the crab? Yes, he was the voice of Sebastian the crab. Uh... <laughs> Uh, and also on this day in 1998, a your singing line. sounded a little bit like the Inspector Gadget song when you first started. No, that's so do, I... do 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 do. Um, in 1998, on this day, A Bug's Life was released by Pixar. 
I like that movie. I liked it too. Uh, although they they pulled the attraction out of Disneyland really really fast after Kevin Kevin Spacey got in all the uh, the, mm. the the sexual because he was Hopper in that film. He was also in that attraction. Like Hopper would there come were, out and was like, "I'm the villain." It's like, "Oh dear God!" There are a couple of years there where movie animated movies about bugs were all the rage because yeah. ants came out. Well, that, yeah, that was maybe the thing. that same year, right? Pixar had. I, a Bug's Life in the works and Universal said, oh, well, you can rush out another movie and capitalize on their marketing. So Ants was was a horrible film that, that basically was pushed out first so that it can compete with the, the marketing behind A Bug's Life. I feel like there might have been another one or two that came out a year later or like it just seemed like, wow, that was a lot of likes. I'm it was a sure lot of likes. But you know what, Adam? Ants are fun. Uh, in this day, this is this is how weird this is. On one of my trivia rounds today at work. I asked the question, what was the name of Queen, what is the name of Queen Elizabeth's husband? Do you know, do you know the answer? Is it Edward? No, it's Prince Philip. But Philip, what I did not know when I put that question on the news quiz, on on the Thanksgiving quiz today for, for work, I did not know that on this day in 1947, Princess Elizabeth married Philip Mountbatten, Mountbatten, uh, who, who is now Prince Philip. So, no. That, that it was just weird that it's like I, I read this today and was like oh wait I, I put that question on the or maybe I read it last night and then I subconsciously put that question on the uh, trivia thing maybe yeah uh, let's see in 1923 Garrett Morgan patented the three position traffic signal oh red yellow green <laughs> <laughs> yes red yellow and green uh, I'm going to play a theme song from the number one movie uh, this week in some year. Which year? I, I'm not going to tell you that. Oh. I think that you will, uh, you'll get this. But here, here we go. Uh, this is the theme song from the number one movie, November 20th of some year. Here we go. You're my favorite deputy. you got a friend in me. Toy Story? Yes, Toy Story is correct. Uh, Toy Story was actually the... I would have known that regardless. Okay, well, Toy Story that theme song I know. Toy Story was the number one film in 1995. You you locked out you lucked you locked out you lucked out here, Adam, because the I, that was the only one that I had a playable theme song for because one flew over the cuckoo's nest, Butterfield eight, and the Lost Weekend. None of them had. <laughs> I'm sure there's some Harry Potter. Yeah, but Harry Potter theme is song that it, it's not catchy. Bum, bum, it takes, bum, yeah. Bum, bum, oh yeah, no, it's a John bum. Williams. It's a John Williams theme. I, I would know. I just wouldn't have known which one because there well, were two. Uh, and there were two of them. Yeah, in November 20th of 2010, the number one film was Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One, and in 2005, that same weekend, it was Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. So, uh, there you go, Adam. We'd like to say a very happy birthday to Jeremy Jordan. Happy birthday. Uh, Dominique Dawes. Oh, she's a gymnast. Yes. Uh, And Bo Derek. Happy birthday. And President-elect Joe Biden. Oh, happy birthday. So uh, this was a number one song in 1995, (laughs) by the way. If uh, I'll just forward it a little bit. Do you know this song? This is the beginning of it. I'll forward it a little bit more. Oh, 
It's Mariah Carey. Yep. But you, I didn't get to the, the, to the oh, chorus. Oh, do you want me to? I don't know the chorus. It's coming up, Daniel. All right, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready, Adam. They said the title. It's fantasy. Fantasy, yes, it is. It's fantasy. I hear one of my favorite Mariah Carey songs. That's the only reason I knew the name because I knew that they was your favorite Mariah Carey song from uh, a couple of episodes. No, my favorite one is because I I countered with uh, "Fantasy" by Earth, Wind, and Fire was my favorite song. See, there's a whole whole thing there. Although Uh, that's not. That's not new. We that was also last week, so I may have already mentioned it. Back in two thousand and five, on this week in TV Guide, Prison Break was on the cover. Do you remember uh, that dude from Prison Great Break? Yeah, I I saw an article that someone had wanted him them to do a remake or something, and he said no, that will never. No, happen. but Wentworth Miller, who yeah. you know all the gay boys swooned over, and then he didn't come yes. out. He didn't come out for like another five years or whatnot, and he came out. He was dating somebody else that was really famous, also. They were like, so Mac Zook in the chat room says nothing can top honey for me. I also like honey. And I will say that when that came out, I was in college and I remember it came out early in the semester and I was staying in the dorm and I had a, I had a, a voicemail machine. What's that called? A, 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 <laughs> an answering a machine. Yes. Answering machine. Thank you. I had a, a voice letter <laughs> machine. What, what do you call that? It's a... And, and uh, I actually played Honey in the background and she laughs at a certain point and I like laughed with, uh, I laughed with her and said something I don't remember, but yes. All right, Adam, I was going to play the, uh, the thing. I was going to take us out gracefully early before I forgot that. You know, I need to fix that. I need to come out I need, we're going to just have to do the ending of the news section, the news game section. We're gonna you should. To, yeah, we're going to have to do it live somehow. We're just going to have to figure out how to do that. So that's what I'm going to figure out. Adam, we stream live on Pride 48 every Friday evening in front of the most amazing chat room in the world. We'd like to say very special oh. thank you to Cyclone, Auntie Vera, uh, Scott the Seder, Ed Gong was in there, Mac Zook, uh, TB, and uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. That is so bitch. funny because I literally, he's not going to believe me but archer thinking, archer i forgot archer i was thinking earlier where has tb been the past couple of weeks he's right there and then he magically showed magic. up you summon him he appears you can send us an email contact at mix minus podcast.com i had to look at the timer uh or you can leave us a voicemail go to voicemail.mix minus podcast.com hit record and leave us a message all right adam here we go I don't have anything snappy to say. You got 20. You you did such a great job last week, so. (laughs) I I really don't have it. I just want to say, if if I have been passive-aggressive this evening, for all of you level 13 people, um, you can just get the hell over it and like it. Damn it. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.